It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Connor Mills. From the studios of WATH, this is the Sports Fan of 970 97.1 FM. Connor Mills on the mic. On this 20th day of April, 2020, 4-20-2020, at 6.06 on the clock, 65 degrees and sunny outside in southeastern Ohio, and the sports van presented by J&K Contracting. Well, the big news coming out of today was from Governor Mike DeWine's press conference saying that the schools in Ohio will remain closed for the rest of the academic year. Uh, unfortunately for those around Ohio, and it seems like everybody around the nation right now, a couple schools in New York, Pennsylvania, uh, New Jersey hasn't closed yet, but it seems uh, that that is the way that the nation is going. And because of that, a lot of things are being missed out on, especially for the seniors uh, at, at the high school level. Uh, but a lot of seniors missing out on prom or they're missing out on their spring sports season or walking for graduation. A lot of things that... that a lot of people look forward to and and these are you know, kids who have put in 13 plus years within the school district leading all the way up until senior year and, and looking forward to graduating and unfortunately uh that their graduation at least in person the graduation that we have come to know uh over the past couple of years it, it just will not happen this year so there are a couple creative ways that people are trying to get together and and figure things out uh, and if you have another way to figure things out, or always phone lines are always open, sports fan, 740-592-6646. The one thing that Athens is doing, and I saw Alexander was doing as well, uh, but the lights at Joe Burrow Stadium in Ed Renault Baseball Field will be on starting at 820 tonight to honor the 2020 seniors. So it is April 20th of the year 2020, and on top of that, military time 2020 uh, to honor the class of 2020. Uh, and that's what everybody will be doing, honoring the seniors. Uh, if you're at Athens, again, you're going to Joe Burrow Stadium or Ed Renault Field. Uh, I think you're honking the horns, uh, asking all of you to honor our seniors at the same uh, from your homes or turning on your porch lights. So the lights will be on. I know if people are going to be driving by. Uh, I saw, I think, Alexander uh, will be doing... Uh, yeah, they say, if you're able, please honor our seniors by driving by and honking your car horns. Uh, they are honored and proud of the hard work and dedication and accomplishments of the class of 2020 over the past 13 years. While times can get dark, your Alexander family will always provide a light. So these are a couple of things that you know, the high schools are doing within the Athens County uh, to, to honor their seniors. And I think it's a great idea because this is a time where you, know, you need to be honoring uh, all the accomplishments. You know, that was and that is what this time is supposed to be about, at least on the high school scene. You're supposed to be playing spring sport. You're supposed to be enjoying yourselves at prom, dancing, getting together, having social events. Uh, but unfortunately, with that uh, Mike DeWine press conference, and overall it might be the smart move to do, to to post, not postpone, but to you know, keep at-home instruction going and to not have in-person classes here in, to, to close out the school year. That's probably the safe thing to do. That's probably a smart and healthy thing to do. And while people may be disappointed, I would be disappointed too. I only graduated high school back in 2017. I'm not that far removed from you know, experiencing all these things that, that the seniors are going to be missing out on. And uh, it is a, a disappointing time to be sure. And if you want to call up the station, talk about it, or even honor a couple of your seniors, uh, again, our phone line, 740-592-6646. Again, Ohio School is closed for the rest of the academic school year, and the lights will be on at Joe Burrow Stadium and the baseball fields and over at Alexander's football field to honor the seniors at 820 tonight. Again, military time, that would be 2020 on April 20th, 2020. Now, it was a little bit of disappointing news that I had to start off you know, a sports fan with because it's important. And while spring sports have not been officially canceled by the OHSAA, OHSAA did have a previous statement saying 
that if the remainder of the school year would were to get canceled, which today it was effectively canceled, that spring sports would not happen. So you had to bring that news, got to keep it around sports. Uh, so unfortunately, it does not look good. Uh, that slim hope that everyone was holding on to appears to uh, outside of the grasp now. You know, it's it's far-fetched idea because of the news today. I uh, still hope that they're able to do something and uh, schools closed. Maybe you know, if if you can still get together. I know Mike DeWine is planning on opening up or starting the process to reopen Ohio on May 1st. That's what he's been talking about at his press conferences. So if he's able to do that, maybe there's an outside chance at small gatherings or, I don't know, baseball games or softball games, track and field might be able to still still happen. Uh, but unfortunately, you know, it's not looking like that. Uh, there will be a memo released by the OHSAA officially declaring what they're going to do tomorrow. Um, but again, disappointing news coming out of uh, Mike DeWine today and school closing. And who better to bring on to the program to talk about you know, the high school scene? He graduated from Athens High School. Might have been a little bit longer than, than what my graduation date was of 2017. I won't bring up how old Troy is or how young Troy is. We'll, we'll keep it neutral there. But Troy, hearing the news today, uh, DeWine really, in effect, closing uh, schools all the way throughout the rest of the academic year, and it's disappointing for these high school seniors. Man, good timing having me on, right? You didn't even know that was going to happen when you asked me today. Did you? No, no you I hadn't. hadn't. At you that hadn't time, I didn't. No, I, you didn't. What I was planning on was having, you know, lead up to Burrow in the draft and trying to get excited about that, because Thursday night's going to be an exciting time, but you have to lead off with the biggest news of the day, and that is, you know, probably spring sports season's not going to happen. Yeah, and, you know, we can come back I can come back in Thursday, and we can really spend a whole whole night on that if you want. Um, draft doesn't get started probably till about eight eight thirty eight o'clock uh, something like that. So maybe we, maybe we can uh, figure something out special to do on Thursday. Uh, have some people call in maybe and and center that whole show on draft night. Uh, we're still about three or four days away, so it hasn't really heated up yet. I mean, I'm excited. It's not going to be like overly like crazy because we know what's going to happen. We know it's going to. It's going to be a number one pick. And then after that, it's, just, it's going to be a lot of buildup, like a first-round knockout, right? You're, you're all excited, and it's going to last about 15 seconds. So it'll um, be like the first half of the Oklahoma game. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or a Mike Tyson fight, if you, you yeah. don't even know who Mike Tyson is. But, yeah. Of course I know who Mike Tyson is. All right, well, I mean, you, you don't remember any of his fights. You weren't, I don't even no. know if you were born yet. No. Uh, it, it was crazy. It, it led up for months and months and months, and it lasted like 30 seconds. And this went on, I don't know how many guys he did that to. A lot. Uh, so, anyways, uh, yeah, you know the news today, we saw it coming, and uh, but you you were just kind of holding on to that little piece of hope uh, that they could figure something out. But uh, once that news came today, that hope was gone, and it's just man, it's it's un so unfortunate. Uh, there was a lot of high hopes for a lot of county teams, but you know in Athens in particular, you know coming off a district championship with pretty much every player back. And they had really high expectations for what they could possibly do. Uh, maybe they could finally get over that hump and beat Steubenville and make their way up to Huntington Park in Columbus or wherever they play their state championships now. I think they moved it. But, you know, that, that was the goal. I mean, that was a, a lofty goal. Uh, but it was one that they were, they were going to be aiming for. And we, we would have been there long, long for the ride, Connor. Uh, you know, so now it's not. It's, it's not going to happen. There's going to be no spring sports. There's no track. There's no softball. There's no baseball. And that's it. And, you know, now you're kind of setting your sights on fall of 2020. I mean, you know, they don't, they don't get a handle of this thing. What are we, what, what's going to happen to football? I, you know, you, you think, oh, that's crazy. We're going to have football. Everything's going to be normal by then. You know, but, you know, a month ago, I thought we were going to have spring sports. And then, as days and weeks go by, and then it just became <clears throat> clear that we weren't. So I don't take anything for granted right now. I don't. I don't want to predict anything because the way the way that the past has gone in the past four or five weeks, I mean, we're been crushed on every front you could think of. So you know, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to think about it. But it it is out there, and they even mentioned to it mentioned it today in the in the articles that I've been reading. You know, now they are setting their sights on fall 2020. What are we going to do school-wise, sports-wise? And now that's on the table. It's on the table of what what they're going to do. And, 
they will get to work on plans, contingency plans, if they cannot. And I and I hate to even know that they're thinking about that. Well, I, I think it's, yeah, it's not great that they're thinking about it, but I think that they need to be prepared. You know, because it's better to be prepared for this situation than to be cut, uh, be caught off guard. Well, I don't want to say we were caught off guard. We heard about it. We heard about it. And then, really, boom, one thing just happened, and then it exploded across the United States, slowly gathering, gathering, and then who knows how long it could have been here. Uh, but, you know, they, they were taking precautions, and I don't know if they took precautions too late or whatever it is, but obviously uh, a pause needed to be put on the way that we live and to, to shut down businesses, to tell people to stay home, to really drive home the fact just to wash hands. Uh, it, it, it's a different life that we've been living right now. And if we're able to, we will be able to get out of this, and hopefully in the near future we'll be able to get out of this as soon as DeWine enters that second phase, or I don't know if it's the first phase, if this was the first phase, but he's entering the next phase uh, come May 1st, and hopefully at that time, you know, we won't get a second wind of the pandemic. And then, you know, we're able to recuperate, get back, businesses open up again, sports are brought back, maybe slowly, maybe without fans, and then we'll have a normal, hopefully a normal fall, which would include, you know, 100,000 100, fans in the, what is it, the shoe uh, over at Ohio State, and uh, a lot of fans at, at Peden Stadium. You know, that's what I would hope that people are building up for and preparing for so that we can get back to normal you know do everything right now so we can be back to normal later well i like your optimism um i mean a lot of things i read it's you know might not be normal until an actual vaccine is is um is made available and that's going to be a long time from now and you know people have it in this in their heads that oh well, you know six months we're gonna have a vaccine you know, they've been working on vaccines for different kinds of diseases and viruses for 20 or 30 years, Connor. So don't get your hopes up and pin your hopes to the fact that this thing's going to be done in six months. Uh, but what could happen is, you know, the, the <clears throat> humans become a little bit more immune to it. Either you catch it, you get over it, things like that. Immunities are built up in more individuals. And, uh, I mean, there's, there's a lot of different routes to normalcy uh, than just a vaccine. Um, so there, modern science is a good thing, uh, and you got a lot of, a lot of big corporations, a lot of people, a lot of money, a lot of smart people, working together, uh, whether it be government or or uh, outside enterprises and private sectors. They're all just trying to figure this thing out. So that's, I have faith in that. I guess uh, just based on who they are. I mean, when you have like MIT, NASA all the greatest doctors on the planet all like in conjunction with each other and i did read an article like that too by the way it was they, they literally mentioned nasa like well, how does nasa get involved in something like that uh, maybe uh, it's in space uh, and it's just they're just brilliant people yeah, and they're yeah. using their computer data to <clears throat> to help run simulations uh, of different things so when you get that many smart people in the world uh, trying to work on <clears throat> one problem I, I feel like that problem could get solved uh, whether it's fast, and that's a whole different question because it is a very complicated issue. Uh, so, anyways, <clears throat> I, I don't see I, I don't see a hundred thousand people with the shoe, uh, even this fall. To be honest with you, if, I, if I'm going to be a realist here, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, but they can figure out something, some other ideas. Um, you know, talk about just limited fans, uh, you know, student bodies, every six chair, some 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 crazy, you know, family members, media, things like that. So, but man, here you are. You got me looking into fall. I don't want to talk about the fall because it's depressing. I don't even want. I don't want to miss the whole. Sp I don't even summer. want. To, oh man, <laughs> Major League Baseball is on. Is not even playing right now. Yeah, you just. This is crazy. Think about it. I think. I think it was you and I. Did you and I do the last game with the convo? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. Remember how crazy it was at that point, thinking, "What are they doing? This is so stupid. They're actually canceling the convo games." Remember. Remember our, our initial thoughts and feelings on that whole thing we were like in a little bit of shock that they're actually canceling this basketball thing man it, look how much has happened since then well, the, the first pushback i think from us was you know how could you keep out fans from the convocation center yeah. you know, it wasn't even canceling at that point it was how can you not have fans how could you not have anybody in here and then it turned to all right well at least they're still having the games and then it turned into uh oh boy there's no games anymore 
And now, not only is there no games at the high school level, now professional uh, with basketball, NBA uh, postponing their season, going on a hiatus, NHL postponing their season until further notice, MLB postponing the start of their season. You know, every it just one thing after another just toppled over each other. What was that? That was spring break here. You know, it, it was about a month ago that we were talking about it, and life has changed drastically since then. Here's a very interesting way to look at it. At that time, which I didn't go to any of the games after where there were no fans, I did have people tell me that it was kind of odd because, you know, you had some family members. These are the high school games I'm talking about. Uh, you and I did the last game that had a lot of fans, uh, but then they did try to hold a few more. Uh, that did not have fans. I saw a couple pictures, and I had some buddies there. I remember one guy texted me right during the game and said, this is weird. Uh, I kind of wish I could have found a way to get into that game just so I could say I, I, I had experienced it. Um, but you and I, we did a show. Remember how bad we were uh, really getting on Rudy Gadare of Utah? Yeah. Because he, he was the guy, the Utah jazz basketball player, that really caused the dominoes to all just flatten uh, because you know he was the first guy. The way he went about it was stupid. We, he touched all the mics and then all the players. Anyways, could you actually look back now and say his idiot moves actually probably saved lives or at least saved a lot of people from maybe catching this? Because at the time, it wasn't taken as seriously as it is today. And because of his actions, and everybody stood up and said, oh my gosh, an NBA player has it. It kind of like fueled... Uh, this this process and sped it up of canceling everything, and maybe if he doesn't do that, maybe they go ahead and still plays a bunch of games, right? And you could have a situation like they had over at the uh, read an article a lady sent me uh, this afternoon about an Indiana high school basketball game where five people actually died of uh, the coronavirus that were at that game. And uh, they can't say for certain if they did get it at that game, but they all four, five were at that game. So you know maybe you know maybe. He, the, yep. the, the stupid thing that he did actually ended up being, in a kind of a weird, quirky way, a good thing. Well, I mean, you could always look at the bright side of things. And with uh, Rudy Gobert, you know, yeah, him getting the coronavirus, having a professional NBA player being diagnosed and tested and, and have a confirmed case, I think that was more important than really him being, you know, Gobert and touching all the microphones. I, I think everything still would have happened even if he didn't touch all the mic, I wish he didn't touch the microphones because then that puts people like us. I mean, we're we're journalists, you know. We at some point we're going to be going hopefully to to a lot more games and interviewing people. And if we have a microphone up there, I hope he doesn't you know cough on it and, and put his hands all over it. You know, I wouldn't want to be exposed that way. But you know, everything taking the whole package, yeah, I, I think you know while I could have done without him touching all the microphones, I I think. You know, him getting it and being diagnosed and tested positive uh, really pushed. That was the last domino to fall to really get everything going in what I, I think a lot of scientists think is the right direction with the social distancing and the, the closure of all businesses. And now hopefully we're able to reopen those businesses slowly but surely and try to get back on track. Yeah, it's just so weird. I mean, everything's so weird. It's like we're living in the twilight zone. Yeah. I, I kid you not. I mean, everything, everything, it's just wild. Uh, you know, but one thing I do like, you know, I, I unfortunately, uh, I have to go to work. I don't know how essential I am. I guess I am considered essential. Uh, student housing, and we still have kids here. Things happen. I mean, a water heater busted just the other day. If we weren't working, uh, we would have had major damage. And not to mention, we're on the verge of move out. We have, we have a lot of kids moving out already. I've uh, been dealing with that. So there's, there's a lot of stuff that goes on. Uh, when you work for you know, maybe the biggest student housing landlord in town. And uh, so I've, I've been able to work every day. I'm out and about. And, you know, the good part about it is we live in Athens, Ohio. We live in Athens County. And we have been one of the better places to be right now and live in this country. Uh, we've only had three cases. Uh, the last one was confirmed, Connor, on March 29th. Today's April 20th. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're closing in on a month of not having one confirmed case. Uh, Oblin has put out a, 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 their information today. They've tested almost 300 people. Holds her health is tested. Uh, uh, the combination of all three of them was about 300, but that's including Megs and Gallia. I'm sorry, Gallopolis and, uh, yeah, Megs is the other one. 
they have, th- they have three branches. <clears throat> so they are doing testing. People thought, well, we, only, we don't have cases because nobody's doing testing. That's not true. We have been. But we still only had, we only had I, I emphasize had, uh, three cases. We want to knock on wood because that's a great thing and we don't want any more. Right. You know, so we've been very lucky. We, we've kind of living in a bubble. Our buddy Nathan Lamb, he's over in Vinton County. They don't have any cases. <laughs> The love, state champions. I love the shirts, by the way. I, I, it was posted on Facebook. I love the shirts idea. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 one on one hand, it's it's pretty bad because you know you you don't want to glorify anything this has to do with this this terrible thing that's going on in the world. But on the other, you know, sometimes you got to make a little light of of things. You can't be too doom and gloom in the world. You're just it's going to eat you up. See, but the shirts, the, the proceeds are going towards a good cause, aren't oh, they? Oh well, you know, if they're doing that, then yes, yeah. it's, it's great. Yeah. Um, so I might even get me one. But, you know, well, the story is, you know, they have zero. You know, we have three. Meg's has very few. Logan, very few. I mean, or Hawking County. So, you know, here in southeastern Ohio, this has been a great place to be. Everybody just, uh, if you happen to be driving your car listening, you know, I carry wipes in my car. And, uh, you know, all the all the different places have hand sanitizers. we got some as soon as I get done here. I'm going to walk out in this room next door, do my hands. Just do that. Do that all the time. Use common sense. Of course, I'm getting low on my wipes. I had a brand new, huge, giant thing of it from wherever in my truck, and it's almost out. So now I'm, I'm getting a little worried because I guess it's still hard to find them. See, but it's good you're using them, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, would, yeah until I run out, I'm, yeah. I'm going to run out soon. And this, they, I don't know. Whoever makes Lysol and stuff, I need to look at their companies on the stock market because they got to be going through the roof right now. We're all, <laughs> we've been out of Lysol for like a month here in Athens. Everywhere. got to start making this stuff. Yeah, I, that would be something, right? I'm looking right now. I'm going to find out who makes it. <laughs> I don't know if Johnson & Johnson makes it or somebody. Somebody's got to make it. Anyway, 628 on the clock, 63 degrees, sunny outside. We're going to take a short break on the sports fan. We come back. Looks like we're taking you through the full hour presented by JK Contracting. This is 970 WATH. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, JK Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at JK be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. Some see health as simply the absence of disease, but at Ohio Health, we believe it's an ongoing journey with its ups and downs, its challenges, and its triumphs. We believe wellness and sickness are both part of a lifelong partnership because at Ohio Health, we believe in your power to be healthy. Discover your best health at ohiohealth.com slash we believe. Do you want hot food delivered right to your door? Download the iChowdown app or go to iChowdown.com to place your order. They'll take care of it from there and make sure it gets to you hot, hot, hot. They've got skilled drivers, heated bags, and know all the shortcuts to get to your door. They're now delivering up to 20 miles from their 30-plus restaurants. They're now delivering up to 20 miles from their 30-plus restaurants. If you have any questions, call iChowdown, 855-244-6936. That's 855-244-6936. Quality. You hear that word a lot in commercials, but there's one business in town whose quality and prices are unsurpassed. I'm talking about Minuteman Press on Washington Street right next door to the Donkey Cafe. Uptown. You see, Minuteman Press is a hybrid. First, it's a full-service sheet-fed press where they can create great art to meet your needs that the other places are simply unable to do. And they're also a complete copy shop as well. Minuteman Press on Washington between Court and Congress. 593-7393. That's 593-7393. You're listening to 970 WATH and the Sports Fan. Back inside the WATH studios, it's the Sports Fan on 970 and 97.1 FM. the Mike alongside Troy Bowman taking up the 7 o'clock today. Full Sports Fan, especially since there's a lot of news coming out of us. I said at the top of the show that you know, spring sports were not canceled yet. They were coming out with a uh, policy, a memo tomorrow. But the OHSA, as of 6.08 today, uh, have canceled officially spring sports. Uh, so now we, we look towards the summer. We look towards the fall and football season. Uh, it's, it's way too early to be talking about football season 
but that would be the next sporting event, at least high school-wise, uh, to really take place. Uh, but enough about the, the dreary, enough about, you know, it's, it is what it is at this point. We've got to move forward. Uh, and what I want to really move on to now is uh, there was an interesting poll that Troy created on, on Facebook, and he asked, which is a more surprising accomplishment for Joe Burrow? As are now just a few ways, a uh, few days away from the NFL draft. Yeah, I gave a, a couple options. I think what was it? Five options there, Troy, uh, that you were able to give people. Five options with. Uh, uh, let's see. One. Yep. I, uh, did I put five down? Yeah, five down. I think it was five. And everybody has at least a vote. All, all the options. But the option that is leading right now is being the first overall pick in the NFL draft. Now that goes. I think you voted for winning the Heisman Trophy, but it appears a lot of people are going with the first overall pick in the NFL draft, and I want to say that's because a lot of things have to go right to be number one overall. The the team has to be looking for a quarterback. A team has to be looking for, you know, the top quarterback talent in college football, and, you know, you just never know. know, He's anticipated to be the first pick, but until, you know, you see that name up on the screen... You know, nothing is finalized. You know, who uh, Cincinnati might get blown away by a trade with Miami. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, but you know, to be the number one overall pick, I think, would be the, the most surprising, but definitely the, the best, uh, one of the top accomplishments for Joe to accomplish. Um, it's actually a trick question because I think almost all five of them are, are equal in my mind. I, I just I threw Heisman Trophy out because... You know, that's the one I voted for. How do you know I voted? Does my picture come up on that or something? Yeah, so I, oh, yeah I didn't want people to know who I voted for. I guess I, cause people know. Um, I, well, I, I think you can see everybody who votes. Yeah, I guess there is an app on there, or an option. I didn't I didn't pay attention, but, <laughs> I mean, it's just the Heisman Trophy is, just, there's only one person that wins it. It's such a coveted award. He's going to, no matter, no matter what his NFL career is or isn't, he is always going to be Heisman Trophy winner. And it's just an unbelievable, prestigious award, only won by one person, one college football player in the nation. Of course, the overall pick carries similar weight, believe it or not, because you always be remembered as the number one overall pick. But uh, the number one overall pick can also be, um, you know, guys that weren't really that good. So there's a little bit of, uh, there's some things in there with the number one pick, um, you know, like, you know, let's go back, back to guys that are they're just bust, like Jamarcus Russell and things like that. So it doesn't necessarily mean you were the best. It doesn't necessarily mean you earned it uh, because teams are looking for different things. It's potential. It's, you know, Jamarcus Russell that one year had an army. He could throw the ball 100 yards, but it didn't mean anything in the NFL. But a Heisman Trophy, somebody earned that through the course of an entire season, elevated above the rest to earn that award, and never in my wildest dreams did I think a Heisman Trophy winner would ever come from Athens, Ohio, and it did. So I guess that's why I picked that. But if I really thought about it, and I did before I put, the, the reason I put that poll up was because I, I just, it, it floors me to think that a young man from Athens, Ohio uh, accomplished the five options I put out there. All five. All five. And, you know, because, and, I, and I, when I was trying to, th- try to think of a way to convey you know my thinking of that's unbelievable i thought well let's put a poll up and let's see what other people think but when i got really thinking about it myself i thought there there's no way that i thought in my mind that athens would ever play for a state championship ever it's just so far-fetched we had never even won a playoff game ever and we we were there and a big part of that was was our quarterback uh, so that, to me, was huge. Uh, winning Mr. Football is just it's asinine. Nobody south of Columbus ever wins that award. One guy, I think, Buster Howe, I think it was his name, from Zanesville, which is technically, you know, just, I don't know, I call it a suburb of Columbus anymore. You take the highway down to Zanesville. But nobody wins that award from our area, and he won it. And uh, the Heisman, the number one pick, what was the fifth one? Uh, national championship. Oh, well, national championship. <laughs> yeah, that's probably yeah. the least because, you know, we did play for LSU and they have a history of winning national titles. And I mean, it was a little, still kind of crazy, but it, it's not far-fetched to think 
somebody from our area can pull that off. Because you know, you could be a punter, you could be a could be a lineman. You know, we got a kid from Ironton, man. He's he's the best linebacker in the state. He's going to Ohio State this year, as long as they play. Right. You know, they could he could win a national title next year as a freshman with the Buckeyes. So that's probably last on the list for me. But the other four, I think the other four, man, they're they're, they're almost tied with each other. Wait. So at, uh, I'll just go from top to bottom, but being the first overall pick in the NFL draft is the most voted on with 76 votes. Then it's winning the Heisman Trophy at 46, winning a national championship at 16, Mr. Football, and uh, leading a team to a state championship uh, at both tied at five. But I think the reason why, being the first overall pick again, I think it's the way that you worded the question overall in the poll. You know, it's not what is the best accomplishment. To me, if if the question was what's the best accomplishment, I would have to say the Heisman Trophy. You know, he went out there, he earned it, just like everything he said. Uh, but what is the most surprising accomplishment? I think just being the number one overall pick because it takes into factor that it's it's out of Joe's control. You know, that that's it's has to do with with luck. As much as anything else, because again, you know, the team could have been looking for maybe they had a star quarterback. You know, maybe you know they went out and signed Tom Brady in the offseason. You know, then then the Bengals wouldn't be looking for a, a quarterback in the draft. You know, so it all depends on what year you, know, you get drafted and what team is at the top and who needs what. So I think that's why it's the most surprising thing because it's not all within control. Of Joe, because he goes out there and he earns it every single day. You know, him and, and the Athens Bulldogs went out and earned it and went all the way up to the state championship game. You know, he was, earned Mr. Football. You know, it was through his ability. You know, but this is the only option on the poll that doesn't really, yes, it has his ability to do it. That's why he's near the top and at the top in the case for the Bengals. But you know, if it didn't have to do with the Bengals needing a quarterback, Joe might fall down to the three pick to Miami. You know, so it, it again, it just has to deal with that luck, which is why, again, I, I think that you know, being the first overall pick is the most surprising. But if it was the most, if it was the best accomplishment, I'd have to go with the Heisman Trophy. Yeah, that's a good way to put it too. Um, I, I guess the poll question, um, it was just more about me being still to this day very surprised, just. Almost shocked still. I mean, it's, it's, I know it's kind of stupid to say because the kid's just gone out and done so many things and you're just, don't, you just expect it now. But, you know, just step back and think about it for a second. He's going to be the first overall pick in the NFL draft. That's crazy. Uh, somebody from Athens, Ohio played for the Athens Bulldogs to have the number one pick, um, you know, be one of our alumni. I mean, he's going to be a Bulldog for life. I don't care where he goes. Bengals, Chargers, Raiders, whatever. It's always going to be an Athens Bulldog at heart. His parents still live, you know, right there by the school. I mean, our stadium is now named after him. Yep. Uh, so there's a lot of cool things that go into it. And um, <clears throat> I, I guess I could also play the card this way. A lot of great high school players go on to have very good, if not great, college careers, right? But then there's only a very, very small percentage of college players that actually make it in the NFL. So, maybe you're right by saying being the first overall pick in the NFL draft would be the most impressive or the most surprising or the biggest. Because, I mean, let's face it. If you're going to be the number one pick, there's a really good chance that you're going to probably make it in the league. I'm not saying there's a chance you're going to be great. Very few busts have occurred, right? I mentioned Jamarcus Russell. But how many other ones? You know, 50, 60 turned out to be very good NFL players, if not great. I mean, just recently, Cam Newton was the number one pick. An NFL all-pro player. Kyler Murray was the number one pick last year. It has been great number one picks. Bo Jackson comes to mind. Uh, so, to be that on that status, to be the number one pick at, the, at a professional level, is really quite impressive. Uh, it's going to be really cool Thursday night seeing his name called. Even though he's not going to walk on stage, he's not going to... Give Roger Goodell a big old hug. <laughs> it's going to be over at his house on the plains, actually. Yeah. And um, so it's going to have a different feel. And in, in, in some way, it's a bummer uh, because, you know, it's not going to be a big celebration like it should have been here in Athens with a lot of people. We would have had a party somewhere. I probably would have organized one. Somebody would have. 
and it would have been probably on par with what happened during the Heisman. There would have been a lot of, a lot of watch parties, and that's not going to happen. Uh, but that's not going to keep everybody from watching Thursday night. <laughs> I mean, uh, pretty much everybody in Athens is going to have their, their TV on watching that thing at least for the first you know, 10 or 15 minutes. And I think, well, hopefully the first 10 or 15 minutes. Uh, the thing that, that comes out of the draft now is that yeah, they did a mock draft. All the NFL owners, I guess, were trying to figure out how to do this thing virtually for the first time. And you know, the Bengals submitted their pick. And it was delayed by two minutes and 13, uh, I think, 2.30. Two minutes and, and 30 seconds. A, a glitch in the system just delayed the whole thing. So now you got to factor into, all right, well, is the technology going to work, too? Um, but I think all those celebrations and things for Joe will happen at a later date, uh, a time where we'll be post-pandemic. Because uh, I remember talking about uh, back in uh, January, maybe late December, uh, you know, Joe goes on to win the national championship, and people are talking about throwing a parade here in Athens. And I think that still might happen. I don't know. Uh, but I, I think given the opportunity, I think if everything opens back up again, when it opens back up again, I wouldn't be surprised if you know, a party happens just locally for Joe or w- whatever it may be. But I, I think instead of you know all the celebrations happening on Thursday, I think everybody will figure out a time, figure out a place to celebrate this accomplishment for him at you know, a later date when everybody's able to gather. Well, you can probably throw that in the coronavirus basket as well. Yeah. And we're going to let that stupid thing, you know, dictate, you know, what we do. Uh, but I don't Knowing Joe, he's probably, that's probably the one thing that he's probably maybe okay with not happening. He's, he's just a guy that, you know, he doesn't like all the eyeballs on him. I mean... You know, when the spotlight's on and he's in, he's got his helmet on, he's playing. He loves it, but outside of that, he's and I don't blame him either on this because I'm I've, I'm kind of the same way. You know, I I don't know if I'd want to be on like a you know convertible going down the plains with everybody. You know, it's just not him. It's it's never been him. And but he would do it because he he's he's also that way too. Like he does things uh, that he feels that the, his his fans want. Or the people that uh, supported him since he was, you know, 10 years old. And if that's what they want, he would do it. But I think there's a part of him that's <laughs> he would rather not do it. If, it's, if it doesn't happen, he's not going to be really upset about it. And maybe he would think of another way. Because he's very creative and he's very smart. Uh, that he could think of something else and, you know, turn it around and say, well, you know, because of the coronavirus, we can't do this. But how about I do, you know, this something. I could see that happening. Um, so... I don't know. Thursday's going to be cool, man. People are just really wanting sports. Last night, or after I got off work, because I did work even on Sunday, because uh, you stupid kids are moving out. There's a lot of stuff to do. Hey, listen, I'm not, mo- I'm not going uh, anywhere. You're, thank God. You're one less we have to worry about. One less. You got all my roommates, though. They're all moving yeah, out. Yeah, but as long as you're still there, <laughs> their apartment's not being turned over. The other one's being turned over. It becomes a nightmare. They've got to they be cleaned. True. If you guys moved out, we're not letting people move in the next day. I mean, it takes a long time to get all those suckers cleaned. Um, but you know, yesterday, I, you know, as soon as like three, three or four o'clock came, you know, I was sitting there waiting in anticipation, uh, for the Michael Jordan documentary to start, uh, because that was like, <laughs> that was the only sports things, sports fix we have had in so long. And plus I was really looking forward to it because I knew it was going to be a very good documentary. ESPN does do good documentaries. It was fantastic. And, uh, you know, I feel like Thursday is going to be similar to that. You know, thank goodness, something sports-related, something relevant, something big. Yeah, I'm Thursday afternoon. I'm just going to be getting all happy. I'm going to be all excited like it's a game night. So I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, order wings, do something, right? Do it up big. Um, but the reason why I wanted to, to really hit on the draft, you know, early in on, on this week is because we have a lot of other things scheduled on 970 and uh, starting on Wednesday, there won't be a sports fan because of the Reds' hot stove. So Cincinnati Reds are having Tommy Thrall and Tom Brenneman uh, you know, getting people ready for the MLB season whenever that happens. Uh, but they're you know, an hour-long uh, talk show. Uh, I guess that's top of the hour, 6 o'clock all the way to 7 o'clock. Uh, so that wipes us out there. So we'll have tomorrow. Uh, we'll have Thursday before the draft, and then that's really it. You know, three days to talk about this. And then, of course, Blue Jackets on Thursday, so we, we can't cover uh, the draft pick live. 
as much as I'm, I'm sure we'd all like to have it on the radio station live, we can't really, you know, hijack ESPN's broadcast. <laughs> uh, but we have the Blue Jackets on Thursdays. Then we go back to the Reds for a Reds uh, rerun on Friday, and then Ohio State on Saturday. Uh, but again, you know, the, the drafts on Thursday. We anticipate Joe being on Thursday, so we wanted to talk a lot about the drafts you know, coming up on Thursday. We'll take another short break when we come back. More sports talk on 970 WATH. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. In today's world, the last thing you need is a broken cell phone. If you've got equipment in need of repair, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair is here to help. Athens Electronic Repair services all brands of electronics, cell phones, tablets, game systems, and more. Plus, during the health crisis, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair offers home pickup and delivery and a contact-free drop-off kiosk outside the store. Don't work from home with a busted computer? Call Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair at 740-590-1677 or visit the shop at 386 Richland Avenue, Athens. So it turns out many people don't know that c and &E Hardware in Athens sells major appliances. Everything from refrigerators to washers and dryers, all delivered for free. Plus they're delivered by the c and &E staff, not a third party out of Columbus. c and &E will haul away the old appliances for free. Some places charge as much as $30. If you want to pick it up, you can do that too. We have over 100 appliances in stock. When you are in the market for a new kitchen appliance, think c and &E Hardware first. I'm Ohio Governor Mike DeWine. We're at war with the coronavirus, very dangerous and lethal enemy. You can help by staying home. If you must go out, keep six feet from other people to protect yourself, people living with you, and others. Every action we take or don't take has a real impact. Ohio, we're in this together. Furnished by Governor Mike DeWine in the OAB. Do you or someone you know need a job? The Athens County Board of Developmental Disabilities is helping area providers find candidates to work as direct support professionals or DSPS to assist those with intellectual and developmental disabilities. DSPSs are needed now in Athens County. Let the Athens County Board of DD know if you are interested and they'll point you in the right direction. Contact Tristan Lawrence at 740-541-9613 to begin your rewarding journey. You're listening to The Sports Fan on 970 WATH. Sports Fan on 970 WATH. Presented by J&K Contracting, Bill the Mike, alongside Troy Bowen. And going the full length of the show this evening, 6.06 to 7. Well, normalcy at least in this 6 o'clock hour for you. And hopefully we get back to normalcy soon, as we've been saying um, really all, all show long. Uh, the one thing that really is not normal, uh, of course, is you know, Major League Baseball players might have to take a little bit of a pay cut you know, for games to start playing. And, of course, that's coming from uh, New York's governor, uh, Andrew Cuomo, who talked to the New York Mets owner, Jeff Wilpon, who is in a big market team and still gets outspent by the Yankees. I can go on a tangent about that. Uh, but the Mets, of course, are uh, and the rest of baseball considering playing without fans. When you don't have fans, you don't have that ticket revenue. You don't have uh, the merchandise that's coming in. Uh, but you do have the TV media rights deal that would still get you some kind of money. Uh, but baseball appears to be... You know, kind of in limbo right now with, all right, well, if we come back, do we do it with fans? If we don't come back, you know, do we wait until we can have fans? Uh, it, it's really the big question right now as to whether what baseball will do, what the NBA will do, the NHL, uh, and hopefully NFL doesn't have to worry about that later on down the road, but even they might have to look at what other of the, uh, the big four sports are doing and to get back. To, to play in games at least, you know, opening up and, and finally you know, having those uh, competitions. But 
uh, NBA has already taken a, a 25% pay cut in their salary. Baseball might have to do something similar. And uh, coming out of today, Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred has made the move that allows teams to lay off or cut the pay of major and minor league managers, coaches, trainers, and full-time scouts starting May 1st. So this is not only are they talking about the people who are taking your ticket at the gate, who are you know, selling the merchandise at the stadium, going up and down with the water, the popcorn, the pretzels, and everything of the sort, but now it's it might be uh, the, the managers on the fields. You might have a couple managers get laid off or furloughed or ha- however it might be, but it's affecting baseball in a big, big way without playing these games and having the, the stadiums open to fans. You know, they, they have to prepare for this. Oh, man. Are you taking me down this road of, of the stupid virus? And what are we going to do? And well, how do we get this out of our mind, man? I don't, you want to go talk talking about uh, old TV shows again? I Remember when know. we did that How about last night's TV show, <laughs> man? That was awesome. Did you watch it? I, I did not have a chance what to watch it. What the heck? What? Listen, I'm still a student here. I, I got... For the love of God, is the only sports thing that's gone on in a month. Did I you know. watch Listen, it? I need to watch it. I'll watch it back. It's got to be somewhere online. But it, there was six things due last night for me. I'm not saying, oh, poor me. But I'm saying, listen, all the professors right now, this is the second to last week of school, quote, unquote. You know, next week will be finals week. But now they're assigning everything that is due you know, this week or this past Sunday, and then this week. So I did not have the opportunity. I was trying to be a good student and get my work done, which I did, but I had to miss out on uh, on the Michael Jordan. I mean, video. professors got to know that, um, you know, there's only been one sporting thing on TV in over a month, and they can't be doing that with their assignments. They got to give you guys, you know, a night to say, okay, uh, the MJ documentary is on. You guys haven't had any sports. We're going to let you guys watch this tonight. You know, that's how it should be. It was a great show, man. You got to watch it. Now, you know, not watch it on your phone. You got to watch it on your TV. I, you know, right. you kids well, in your phones and watch trying to watch. It's not as good on a phone, man. Well, you got to watch it on TV. Well, but I, I, you can pull up like an ESPN app on the TV, though. There are smart right, TVs. Okay. If you we'll got like see, a, uh, you know, a Roku stick or a uh, an Amazon, do you Fire have one stick? of those? My roommates do, so I, right. I was, I'm able to to steal off them. All right, you got to watch it. Uh, you know, get your get your stuff done first, maybe. Maybe once you get your stuff done, then you can sit at home and watch it. It's fantastic, man. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna love it. Michael Jordan, man, <laughs> he's he's the best. Yeah, huh? he's better than he's better than LeBron. I mean, you're just gonna have to watch Doc. It's a ten-part series, first of all. <clears throat> this was only the first two, so there's eight more. You know, that just goes to tell you. I mean, ESPN's done a lot of a lot of documentaries on people. Uh, Michael Vick, he 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 had two. Uh, usually, if you get two, like, hey, <clears throat> you're something, you know, you're, you're better than most guys that only got one. They gave Michael Jordan ten. <laughs> That's just the nature of Michael Jordan. He doesn't win one championship. He wins five rings, six rings. And he gets ten documentaries. I mean, the guy was unbelievable. And it's great for the younger generation like yourself and, and Lucas and these guys that, <laughs> you know, that grew up, you yeah. know, with LeBron, you know, and they, all they know is <clears throat> people argue about MJ and, and LeBron. But they never really watched Michael Jordan. And they didn't really know all the things that surrounded Michael Jordan. So this documentary, this 10-part series, is a good way for you guys to go back. And it's not the same. It'll never be the same because you didn't watch him live. You didn't watch it happen from start to finish. But it'll give you an idea of how great this guy was. Uh, it was unbelievable, man. It was a great documentary. They did a great job. And I can't wait for the uh, the next two, which will be uh, next Sunday night. Yeah, so it's going to be an every Sunday event? Yeah, they were going to do it in June, but they're like, wait a second. There's nothing <laughs> going on. We're going to put this on TV. We're going to just blow the ratings off for everybody. Uh, so they moved it up. They moved it up a month. And they are going to and they were going to just release one every Sunday. But now they're like, well, why not release two of them? And we'll do a two-hour <laughs> slot. And we'll just take over television every Sunday night for the next five weeks. Uh, it was a great idea. It's a great strategy. It was a great documentary. You know, I am a Larry Bird fan. I was a Celtics fan, but I got a lot of respect for Michael Jordan. He is the best. Uh, and it's just, they show so much cool behind-the-scenes stuff because it's good for you guys to watch, but it's also good for us to watch because these documentaries, they do such a good job of digging up all the old footage that you don't remember or you never saw. So we get to, like, relive it in a different way because we watch the games. We watch the championships, 
but we didn't know what was going on behind the doors. Well, now this, this documentary takes you behind the doors with live footage and interviews that you'd probably forgotten or never saw. So we're able to relive it in one way, and you guys get to see it in a different way. You know, that's what makes these documentaries so good. Well, I can already tell you that it started to sway some people, at least online through Twitter. Oh, because nice. I saw you know, a lot of people are rethinking who they think is the best. <laughs> you know, when it comes down to that debate, whether you know, even if you want to put Kobe in that debate, you know, top three, uh, people are now starting after yesterday. From what I've seen online, people are now starting to shift their view towards MJ, which, I mean, my view might go towards MJ or my... I, I don't... See, I'm a neutral party here, you know? I'm saying it's because you haven't watched the documentary yet. No, well, I, that, and I need to watch more basketball. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you're wrestling. That's true. It's going to be difficult for you. Uh, but I'll, I'll still enjoy the video. Oh, yeah, it, yeah. You'll you'll love it. I mean, it's still... It's it's not... There's not even that much basketball in it. They, there's just clips, but mainly it's it's other things. But I'd love to have Lucas in here right now because he was always a LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. Because he he wasn't old enough to know exactly what went on with Jordan. I think this documentary is going to open up his eyes. And the biggest thing he would always come back to me was, oh, LeBron is in, you know, the the physicality of the NBA and, you know, he in this and that. But the clips of MJ show what kind of incredible athlete that guy was and how even if he played today, Connor, would be the best or as good as he was then. I mean, the guy would leap from the free throw line and look like he was literally flying through the air. And that athleticism would work at any time, at any era, including today's. Yeah, I'd have to agree. When I see it, I'll probably agree with you. And it's almost impossible to compare today's athletes to, you know, yesterday's athletes. Yeah, but, you know, Michael wasn't really like yesterday. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. You know, that's the thing. We're not talking about Wilt Chamberlain. You know, MJ played. I mean, they still had the baggy shorts. I mean, this is like... Wasn't really that long ago, so I, I think it is. It's more comparable than people think. Yeah, I mean, it probably is. But just you know, he MJ being the best, you know, in that time, and LeBron. I'd have to say LeBron's the best during the past what last decade, maybe fifteen years. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Durant's given him a run for his money recently, but he got hurt, and uh, you, you can still you can you can still say he's the king. You know, he's the king. He's the king for his generation. For his generation. Yeah, and then when you take the generational kings, you know, MJ or LeBron and, you know, whoever else you, know, you want to throw in there, maybe Larry Bird or Hakeem Olajuwon. Uh, there's uh, a lot of Bs, man. It, yeah. A lot of Bs. You know, here's, what I, here's my argument. MJ is A, LBJ is B, and then there's a lot of Cs. And that's how I explain my side of the argument. And I wholeheartedly believe that. That's it. There's LeBron, there's the king, and then there's a lot of Cs. Well, we'll see. No, we will see. I'll let you know when I when I watch it, when I view it. I will definitely let you know what I think. I'll I'll probably enjoy, it, even though I'm a wrestling guy. I'll, I'll enjoy this MJ docu series. I guess coming out every Sunday. That right, does it for us here at the Sports Fan for Troy Ball. This is Connor Mills signing off. We will see you tomorrow. Have a great rest of the day.